Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day, lo. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Hey, guys. It is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun, too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino-style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered ChumbaCasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby. Mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa. Take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over a hundred casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The Spurs show is backed for the season by Ladbrooks. Hello everybody, welcome to another Spurs show. Theo Delaney here. I'm a late replacement for Mike Lee who failed a late fitness test. So I've come in and I've got a, a very, I've got a fantastic panel with me tonight. We've got lots to talk about. I've got uh, making his debut from Haters, Jerry Cox. Hello. How, How are, are you? you? Yeah, good. I'm welcome. Really good, yeah. Welcome. Uh, coming back for the first time in, I think it's five years, is it, Tom? First time in a long time, yeah. First time in Good a long time. Good to be time. back. Good to be back. Tom New Grimshaw premises. is back. Great to have you back. Thank you. And David Hepworth is here. How are you, David? I'm very well, thank you. Good to see you. Nice to be here. So, we've got lots to talk about. I actually had the great... Um, well, we'll go on to talk about forthcoming games against PSV and Manchester City, but I think we'll start with a little look back on the West Ham game. And I, thanks for having West... There are advantages sometimes to having West Ham supporting brothers, and on this occasion, my, the advantage for me was that one of them couldn't make it. He had to go on the radio, my brother Sam, and he gave me his ticket. And I went and witnessed with great glee... Spurs winning at West Ham. And really, the glee wasn't to do much with the football, more to do with uh, watching the West Ham faithful losing their cup final. We'd love to see that, obviously. <laughs> I'd uh, some binoculars as well for the pitch. Well, I was saying that to Jerry just before we came in. You literally are, are advised to take opera glasses if you ever go there. I mean, have you been there? It, it no, is. I'd only have gone if we'd have got the ground, and uh, I'm yeah, pretty glad that God we, we didn't. didn't. Yeah. But mind you, of course, if Tottenham had got that ground, they were going to. The reason they didn't get it is because yeah, they rebuild. wanted to turn it into a football stadium. And they yeah. said, "Oh no, no, you can't have it. You want to turn it into a football <laughs> stadium? What are you talking about?" So West Ham said, "We don't mind. We'll just have it as an athletics. It's fine for us." But what did you make of the game, Jerry? Um, well, another one of these where Spurs are still not firing, are they? For all no. sorts of reasons. But I suppose it's not bad that they're grinding out one nils. You yeah. know, that's not a very Tottenham trait. And actually, they they were letting in too many goals, weren't they, at the start of the season? Yeah. So I think that's that's a good thing because, you know, Pochettino's always been very strong on build the defence and then the rest follows, you know, and I know. So I think keeping clean sheets is really important. And you sort of think, you know, it's early season. We don't always, well, we rarely start well. Mm. So if we can get points in the, 
on the to- on the table, points on the board, and then you hope the football will start to flow as the, as they get yeah. into gear. I mean, Spurs usually start to play. Yeah, around just before Christmas they start to yeah. click in, but they don't normally have this many points. So. No, and I mean the difference this year obviously is you've no idea. You, you can't predict how the sort of World Cup hangover might hit yeah. them. You know, those players came back, and they all said they were great. And I think there was a really interesting stat that Deli Ali had run more in the opening game against Newcastle than he did in the opening game against Newcastle last season. Mm. So it didn't show that they were tired or fatigued, but you just get that impression. You know, maybe mental fatigue. And a lot of the, you know, some of the ex-pros say it, it, it may not be now. You know, they're on a high still. Yeah. It may be Christmas when the, when it really kicks in. You know, I can't so. help thinking it's probably quite fortuitous that um, Delhi and Ericsson are getting a rest mm. just by having oh, these oh, little injuries. Yeah, they're yeah. Having their, they've got their trotters yeah. up, yeah. haven't they, as, old, uh, as a certain West Ham fan might put it. And it, gives, and it gives the others a chance to show what they can do. I mean, who'd have thought Musa Sissoko would start getting fans on, <laughs> on, on side? Say, you know? I'm confused because I was at the game and all right, it was a long way away from where I was sitting. I thought Lamella, and goodness knows I've been harsh with Lamella over the years, but I thought Lamella played really well and was, was actually one of our best players, definitely. But I couldn't... This, this performance everyone's talking about with Sissoko, I didn't really see it. I think everything's relative. Exactly. That's what it is, isn't it? His best His performance... baseline is quite low, isn't it? <laughs> exactly. So, I don't know. I thought he played... What, what do you think? Well, I, I read in the paper today, he's, uh, he's saying that, you know, he obviously has noticed the sort of negativity coming from the fans. You know, he can read it like any of us can. And yeah. um, he's, he's in the paper today saying how he deals with that. And he just, he just keeps going. And, you know, he's, um, he's a great athlete. He's very, you know, when you look at his build, the Gets stature the of pitch. him. Yeah, he's yeah. big and he's quite he ferocious. Had, he has definitely got something about him. What and, is it? Well, <laughs> let's be honest, you know, we're, 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 we're here on no. a podcast, but um, <laughs> we, we, we can't see what someone like Pochettino yeah. can see. Yeah. And if he's sticking with him and he really sees something, you know, he gets to see him in training every day. Yeah, yeah. And again, he's in the press today and in the papers and, you know, on, on video. And he, he's just saying that you need balance in a team. And he he gives something that other players don't give, and it's easy to mock. And you know we've yep. we've seen him miss goals and we've seen errors, but I think for Pochettino to keep the faith as long as he is, and you know he's had opportunities to sell. Some would say you know no one's trying to buy him, but mm. I think Pochettino needs him as uh, something a bit different. And the last two games, I mean, he got a standing ovation, didn't he, when he mm. came off in the last game. It's very easy to jump on a bandwagon and just say he's bad, but the people that know are looking at him and they're, they're seeing something different. So I, I hope, you know, this is the start of him establishing himself and, and you know, he got the cross to make the goal and it was a 1-0 win. Um, if he can keep performing like he has for the last couple of games... Even, even if he's playing like he played on Saturday, which... Has he got any chance... If you've, if you've got... Ericsson and Delhi and Son firing on all cylinders. Has he got any chance of getting in the team, David? Probably not, no. But would you rather have him, you know, full of self-belief or, or not? Yeah. <laughs> you definitely yeah, would yeah, rather definitely have him, want him full of self-belief. It, yeah. you, you want him to b- believe that he's the best player he's capable of being, yeah. you know, and that's got to be in the interest of, of him and the team while yeah. he's there. And I, I agree with Tom, you know, that, that you know, Pochettino's no mug. Mm. And, you know, he may be seeing something in training and thinks he's just 5% away from producing it regularly yeah. in games, you know. And uh, yeah, I mean, 
Lamelo has been a similar case. I mean, he's been around for years, yeah. and he always looked like his biggest problem was a lack of conviction and confidence. And all of a sudden, it start, I'm actually thinking, wow, is this the the longest slow burn? Uh, you know, because a lot of players like that turn yeah. up and don't do well straight away. I remember Darren Anderton taking a long time to get going. I remember even Chris Waddle taking a long time to get going. They didn't take five years. Yeah. But yeah. Lamella looks like he actually might. Well, I think, I think, I mean, Spurs fans love to see a sort of reformed, um, bad, not bad boy so much, but a whipping boy, if you like. They like yeah. to see someone that they've been on the case turn it around, which mm. is what Sissoko seems to be doing. And I think that's, that's the standing ovation rather than a match-winning performance. Yeah. I think it's that, you know, we used to slaughter you because you were rubbish, yeah. but now, you know, your but heart you, sank when he was in the... You see, you're not rubbish. You're not rubbish when it goes wrong and you're not a genius when it goes right. Ooh, it's yeah. 5% one Ooh. way or another, yeah. isn't it? And Harry Kane was 5% below on Saturday. Yeah. yeah. And he was kind of not in the game, really. Yeah. yeah. And uh, Lamella was 5% up. The and one, made the difference. The one thing about Lamella and Sissoko that the fans that fans have never really properly turned on them like they used to turn on, on players in the old days because they do look like they're trying, they're trying. at all times. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, some of those uh, you know pre- hate figures from history yes. actually look like they couldn't give a toss to yeah. them. Yeah, so. and the other thing with Sissoko, his attitude is always yeah. is always spot on. He yeah. never pulls a face to the crowd, makes no, a comment in the paper. And, you know, all, in yeah. recent years, there's players that as soon as they were dropped or not playing, yeah, start moaning they turn in yeah. on the fans. And yes. I think he's a cliche, uh, this cliche of the good squad player. You know, yeah. Didier Deschamps said this not long ago as well, you know, that he, he's a great squad player to yeah. have. You know, yeah. he will fill in without any complaint yeah. and, he'll be, and he'll drop back to the bench without any complaint. Yeah. So, you know, you need those yeah. players yeah. because... Ericsson and Ali, you can't ask them to play 50 or 60 games a year. So no. you, you need to be able to sort of have a player who's going to yeah. come in without any complaint and, and know that his place is... He'll yeah, probably, I'm sure you're right, you know. actually. That lack of complaint is probably yeah. a very winning thing when, yeah. you're, when you're running a squad. Well, especially yeah. with Pochettino's yeah. ethos, which is it all is. about, you it's know, no together. egos, yeah. they're all in yeah, it together. Yeah, yeah. And, and that's why publicly he'll he'll never criticize players you know even what he thinks privately might yeah. be you know something else yeah. he will always stand up for his players I th- pri- publicly i think know. another big um high point from the west ham game as you you touched on it the clean sheet but Hugo Lloris oh, yeah, is back. Oh, he I was mean, excellent. Unbelievable. Yeah, he was absolutely excellent. Yeah. I mean, three... Three so occasions. Any normal goalkeeper would have let at least one of them yeah, in yeah, and yeah. it would have been a different result. Yeah. yeah. Absolutely. I, I think he's one of the best goalkeepers in the world. Yeah. And again, I watch, you know, I, I go to all the home games and I watch people jumping on the bandwagon and they spot a few little bits mm. that, you know, that we spot as as fans but that you're not seeing him week in week out in training obviously he's had some issues this season that, yes. have, that have affected him which was a worry because we all wondered if that would actually have a you know a, yeah. yeah and I mean yeah. even after which is that so the first game he came back Man United we went on to win that game and he played really well and then he, he picked up that injury. Yeah. Um, Pochettino suggested the stress, you know, when any human's stressed yeah. at that high level, it You're can be the, you know, that fine balance, it yeah. makes a difference. And then he picked up that injury and he was out. And I think without him as our core at the back, you know, the functioning that he has with the defenders and, the, you know, the defensive setup, we really missed him. Mm. Um, you know, different goalies came in with, you know, with mixed results. Mm-hmm. And that was our, you know, it was a bad patch. And to have him back now and playing as well as he did against West Ham. Yeah, he made the difference, didn't he? Oh, definitely. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, they made more chances than we did. They did. I mean, all the stats will tell you that. And just your own, yeah, just watching it. I mean, they, they, <laughs> that's why it was so sweet. I mean, we only had so one, gutted. we only had one chance yeah. after the goal, which Sanchez could have, if he, 
if he'd set himself about three minutes after the goal, yeah, could have made it two. Yeah, a striker yeah. might have put that. Yeah, away. absolutely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. and there, was there wasn't another chance, was there? Was I don't think there was. No, can't. they had a few promising breakaways that came to nothing. Yeah, I thought Lucas Moura played well. Yeah. I like him this season. He's looking, cons- yeah. I mean, he's looking consistently yeah. good, isn't he? Yeah, and that's again the benefit of a, good, a proper preseason yeah. under his belt. You know, arriving in January, not knowing. He said it himself, I think, didn't he, last week in in the yeah. standard. You know, not really knowing the methods and also what was required of him in terms of fitness and the, and the mm-hmm. teammates and everything else. It took him a long while to get up to speed. But you know, from the from the word go this season, he's looked a different player, isn't he? Yeah, he a, a lot's been made that we obviously had no signings. Um, Pochettino's. Mm-hmm been saying that isn't through design they didn't try to make no signings they just um, didn't find the right players right? The, the deals just couldn't come off and yeah. he, he's already said that in the January window he wants to make signings if, if they if can possible, be achieved yeah. but for me I feel with Mora he's like our new signing because when he came yeah. in at the stage he came in before you know he was finding his feet yeah. and he's had that pre-season behind him and yeah, he looked like a new player, didn't he? Yeah, you know, he had some really good results. Yeah. And I know two of their targets in in the in the summer were um, Wilf Zahar and uh, Martial at Man right. United. He, they, he wanted fast forwards for that sort of breakaway, and and didn't get them for a number of reasons. Not for sale, basically, I suppose. Yeah, and I, I'm I'm not sure how how much the old viral situation complicated a, right, a deal for Martial with Man United. Thing, yeah. 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 But um, and Zaha was was a strange one as well because they you know they went in on a very low offer last season didn't right. they which offended Palace and you know yeah. there might be that determination not to sell because of that. But having Mora in the form he's in has given them that. I mean, Man yeah. United was a classic example, wasn't it? Fast yeah. raiding, yeah. attacking. You know, it's not we, we haven't seen that a lot from Spurs. Have we? No, so exactly the sort of player they needed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Turned out we had him under. Yeah. Um, no, he has got a lot of pace, hasn't he? Yeah. yeah, when he's he the case that is the only ever present this season. In the in the commentary uh, I was watching, that's what they said. Right, maybe in the Premier League. I think there was a game he didn't start, but it must have been a, maybe it was a Champions League game. But yeah, I mean, he's certainly been he's probably been the best player, hasn't he? Yeah, he, he didn't start in Milan, was, I think, did he? In Milan, was yeah, it? I yeah. don't think he started in Milan. Yeah, yeah. But I think he's been the best player overall. I mean, he was Premier League Player of the Month, wasn't he? First Player yeah. of the yeah. Month of the year. So I mean, yeah, like you say, it's a, it's an absolute result. Ooh, I mean, you yeah. almost think Levy's leads a charmed life, don't you? Well, he fails yeah. to get one, and then he suddenly goes, <laughs> oh, "That's Sandy Ari." You got a, got a uh, ready-made. Anyway, I, think... I need to do a little bit of housekeeping. If you if you'll forgive me for a moment, I've got to do. Let's have a look. Mike Lee has left me a script here. Let's have a look. What does it say? Here? <laughs> right. Oh yeah. Last week there was a competition. Golden Boy: The Rise of Harry Kane. SJH Publishing. That was the book uh, written by Andy Greaves, and he set the question last week. Name his loan clubs. Harry Kane's loan clubs, and there's a lot of them. And the, the answer was Orient, Millwall, Norwich, Leicester. I thought they were more than that. That's four. Uh, the winners on Twitter were Carl Johnson and Jim underscore THFC. Funny old name. <laughs> <laughs> it rolls off the tongue, it does. that one, doesn't it? Um, so congratulations to you. I think you might presumably get copies of the book. That is my guess. Uh, also, I should tell you that our monthly events are coming along lovely, coming thick and fast. We've got Terry Dyson next week. Me and Mike Lee and um, who else is coming? I'll tell you who it is. Stephen Pollard and Rob White. Uh, we're going to be recording next week live at the Albany with Terry Dyson, of course, one of the great uh, iconic figures from our double winning side. I think he's the only player to score a hat-trick in the North London derby for Tottenham. Is he? I think mm. that's right. Uh, and then after that, that's October the 30th, on the 27th, of November, we've got David Howells, 
I remember going to David Howe's testimonial dinner at the Grosvenor House. The Grosvenor House. Good grief. Imagine that. It was well, enormous. In the, gr- in the great room at the yes. Grosvenor House. Yeah. My goodness. Justin Imagine. Edinburgh had his there as well. Somebody I was on his committee it. and they, he raised a fortune because he had all these great shirts, David Beckham's England shirts. Blimey. And they, he raised thousands, you what, know. He, what, for himself? Did the Well, I think some of it. Some of it got, got to good cause. Da- David Howe's is from my sort of favourite era, that 91 era when we had Gaza, Lineker. And he yeah, was he was very young then, wasn't he, Howe? Yeah, he was coming True, wasn't he? And, and his brother played in goal, goal. for Tottenham yeah, as well, Gareth. Gareth. Yeah, uh, yeah, he moved on before David, but yeah, they're pretty good, isn't it? Two yeah, brothers both yeah. playing at Spurs. And he's now, uh, he's a sports teacher at uh, Charterhouse. Is he? Yeah, I see him very occasionally. You know, he's, yeah. he comes back to Spurs now and again. Well, he plays for the Legends team. Yeah, And yeah, he played, yeah. we played a game against the Legends team a few years ago. And he was absolutely, I mean, they were all obviously on a somewhat of a different level to us. But he was amazing. He was like he was like Messi or or, or Iniesta in the middle of the field. He was absolutely brilliant. Yeah, he amazing still looks very fit. Yeah, yeah. I think he's um, doing a bit better than Razor Ruddock. Oh, oh Razor. Yeah. Razor. That's frightening. He's a big unit, <laughs> as they say. Yeah. <laughs> be good in a five-a-side goal now, but yeah, David Howes looks very fit. Yeah. They play quite a lot, don't they? That, um, that Legends team, yeah. yeah. Yeah, it's good. It's a good team. Um, Chris Waddle we've got on December the 3rd Ooh, that's in our big good. Christmas wow. party that is the big good. Christmas party that is not to be missed because that's always a great great night the uh, Christmas one I'm really looking forward to, to meeting Chris Waddle and you can too if you want to go to these uh, monthly events you can go to season.spursshow.net and for just £10 a month you get two tickets for each monthly event and they are really good. The little ones are really nice because it's just like a load of mates in a room and you get to meet the guy and all that. And you still get to meet the guy on the big events as well. With the big events, you get comedy and music and it's like a big old Christmas knees up. Diamond lights. Diamond lights. Well, we're going to try and get yes. Waddle to do diamond lights. We just oh. What we should do is run a competition. Who gets to play Glenn? Yes. Who, who does the Glenn role with Chris? We ought to be able to get a hold of a backing track for that. And, yeah. yeah. It, surely. It must be a karaoke backing it track. It must no, be yeah. possible to yeah. do I mean, that. a classic record like that one. It's uh, yeah, one of the people great would, pop. will bid thousands for the right Absolutely. to Absolutely. duet on that classic. Yeah. Plan is set. Yeah. So that's good. So then uh, I should also say, while we're getting all this out of the way, I should also say that this season we've teamed up with Labrooks and we'll be bringing you plenty of specials at bet.spurshow.net. So you go to see, uh, yeah. And also, I'm just going to, hold on, I'm just going to take a sip of beer. Hold on. <laughs> oh, that is, that is lovely. That is your Watney's Pale Ale. And that is delicious. And that is yet again the Spurs Show Beer of the Month. I think that's three months running. It's got, so that is quite a beer. We'd like to say thank you to Watney's for all the free beer. Everyone here is half cut, by the way. Of that. <laughs> um, our new Spurs Show outro music is from Adam Lightspeed. You can get the track at boysfromthelane.com. Right, now, we'll have, as if that wasn't enough, we're going to go a quick commercial break. The Spurs Show is lubricated by Watney's Pale Ale. Watney's Pale Ale. The Spurs Show Beer of the Month. The Spurs Show is backed for the season by Ladbrooks. Right, we're back. All the housekeeping's done. The commercial break is done. Now, one thing, one other thing I am obliged to do before we go and talk about the two incredibly exciting games coming up is... Because, Jerry, it's your debut, you need to tell us about your first ever game watching Tottenham Hotspur. 
Oh, well, uh, it was, I was reminded by my dad on uh, April the 1st this year, Sunday, shortly after the Chelsea Spurs game, which was the, the big one, you know, the win at long last, we at the bridge, long last, yeah. the win at the bridge. We'd, we'd arranged to go out for dinner as a little family thing. And my dad said, uh, don't you remember, 50 years ago, that was your first game. Wow. Chelsea v Spurs, Stamford Bridge, 1968. We lost, the last as time we won. Oh, no, we lost. Yeah, we lost that one. <laughs> I think... Oh, what I remember was uh, it was that classic Spurs lineup that I grew up with: Jennings, Kinnear, Knowles, wow. Dave Mackay, Mullery, Greaves? Mike England. Greaves was playing. Yeah. Uh, Jimmy Robertson might have been Frank Saul. I can't remember then. Might have been before Chivers. Might have been just before Chivers. Yeah. But um, and I remember my dad, you know, pointing out a few players. I said, "Which one's Greavesy?" Because he was my hero, yeah. you know. And then uh, I said, "Who's that fat bloke?" And he said, he's not fat, that's Dave Mackay. He's a, he's a legend, he's a beast, you know. And I got to know Dave quite well, actually, and I, I ended up great doing man. a great, great man, yeah. And I did a little bit with him for the, the Spurs Opus. Do you remember the yeah, huge, yeah. no, we, multi-million we pound book? We videos yeah. at that time for the, for the, for the 125th yeah. anniversary, and I interviewed him around that time Yeah, as well, well I, um, I was doing a section. Martin Cloak, who's an old pal, yeah. was uh, putting together the book. And when, it, when they were sort of dishing out who could do what, I thought, well, I could do Spurs in the 90s off the top of my head. That yeah. era you were just talking yeah, about, Tom. Yeah. You know, I, I was covering Spurs. I was doing the Spurs magazine, Spurs Monthly. I was, I'd been doing the club call just before that. So I knew all the players and, and I was down there all the time. So I, I could have done that without even reading yeah. notes. But yeah. that had been allocated. And they said, could you do Spurs the War Years? Which <laughs> was not, a bit not, challenging. Not quite so war. easy. That's pre or oh, post. Pre, pre and post. And... Um, <laughs> So, you know, luckily my dad had a sort of good recollection of it. You know, he used to go to the odd game or he'd come back from evacuation. He went to the odd game and he said there were very bizarre times. You know, he said he remembers seeing Stanley Matthews playing for Arsenal at one yep, stage. Yeah. And, what, you know, the most... And he said there were, there were occasions when fan, they, they, would, they wouldn't have a full lineup. So they'd, they'd literally, in the programme notes, it'd say A and other, you know, and they'd yeah, ask for yeah. volunteers. And wow. he said one time they were playing at White Hot Lane they called for a volunteer and this guy had offered to come and play and he said he was the worst footballer he's ever seen, even in non-league and Hackney Marshes. And he was playing this game. Just fancy being able to say, <laughs> so I want crowd were howling, you know. Like, so he gave, and, and actually the library in Bruce Castle Park was fantastic. There's loads of detail yeah. there. So I'd done the war years amazingly and then Martin came back and said, someone's dropped out. Could you do an interview with Dave McKay? Wow. Said, yeah, I'd love to yeah. do that. Right. So that was a real, real joy, you know. Yeah. And I started off, sat there with Dave and his wife, Irene. And, uh, and it, was in, it was in White Hart Lane when they were doing it in one of the boxes. And they were doing these photos, these enormous um, Polaroid machines they had. There was only cameras. I think there was only five or six in the world. And it was costing a fortune to hire it. And they had all sorts of people in having their photos done. Yeah, yeah. Lewis Hamilton was there for some reason. Yeah. Um, and I sat there with Dave and uh, I said, well, first thing I've got to ask you about is the picture with Billy Brander. Yeah, yeah, and, and he said, oh, everybody asked if everyone had, yeah. <laughs> I've got yeah. a pound every time. Yeah. yeah, so that was the thing. And he said, uh, no, Billy, you know, we went back. Uh, I went to his funeral, you know, and I said, oh, really? He said, yeah, just to make sure the little... <laughs> <laughs> and he told, I mean, he told me some stories. He said, you know, basically, Bremner knew full well that he'd broken his leg. And yeah. was, was, he was, ta- I think they just went to take a throw. And he was trying to get round the he other side to, go to break it deliberately. To the leg that yeah. had been broken. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's yeah. What You know, said. I mean, so, uh, yeah, Dave was a great, great Yeah, great uh, he was one of those 
guy I found when I because I interviewed him in a house in Enfield and we filmed it for these films and it was just one of, he had just an extraordinary charisma about yeah him. you felt like you were in the presence of greatness yeah, yeah, yeah. and we interviewed a lot of guys for that I mean really really good brilliant players and that's why we did it basically but he was special and all those a lot of those players they looked at him as the leader yeah. you know yeah. more than they still talk in those like, terms yeah. about him and interestingly uh, I know Alex Ferguson quite well I, I yeah. used to ghost his column for a few years for his regional papers in the early yeah. 90s he was an absolute he, Dave Mackay was Alex Ferguson's all time hero yeah. looked up to him worshipped him his picture hung on his wall at Old Trafford you know the Bremner picture yeah and uh, a few times, it, you know, we'd have the footballer of the year dinners and we'd get past winners coming down. And, Dave, and, and Alex would always make a beeline for Dave. You know, yeah. he was the one that he, he'd yeah. always want to catch up with and chat to, you know, absolutely yeah. worships him. Yeah. So, and he said, you know, Roy Keane at his peak was the nearest he saw to Dave Mackay. But right. that's how good Dave was. Mm, yeah. he, you know, he, he wasn't quite, mm, Keane wasn't quite there. Good. Yeah. So, well, of course, Dave Mackay played for Spurs in Europe many times and we're, we, our next game is a European game a big Champions League game a must win game yeah completely yeah, now a game like. that when you looked at this group that we're in you thought you know if you hadn't you look at the names in this group you said those are the games we're going to win presumably the PSV games but when you actually dig even just slightly below the surface you realise that PSV They've got. They've played nine and won nine. Ooh, top yeah. of the Dutch league. They've yeah. won their last two league games: four nil and six nil. Yep. Yeah, they've less in three Saturday. goals all season. All season. The only game they've lost, I think, is against Inter in the. Oh yeah, yeah. But and then apparently yeah, yeah. they were robbed. Same way we were, yeah. where they got mugged sort of late on. So all of a sudden, this is the yes. game. These are the games where the points we've got to get the points. And you think going away to PSV is actually probably one of the harder in terms of just purely on their record. There's nowhere you could go that is a harder place to go right now, especially on the back of what we've done. Unfortunately, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. it's not been good this year, is it? No, it's been a real shame. I mean, we were spoilt last year, weren't we? In a similar sort of feeling group of you know the level of the yeah, clubs. yeah. But certainly with Inter Milan, where they're just back, and how we were playing and to have that lead that was I mean that, 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 really that was one of those things it could have happened I was watching that obviously on, on Saturday you're 1-0 up you know there's a few minutes to go uh, away from home I was thinking if West Ham score now they'll score again yeah, yeah, yeah. and that's oh, what happened in Milan absolutely yeah mm. and that's what happened in Milan they scored and that was it we wobbled and yeah. that bosh bish yeah. bash bosh it was over wasn't it? and I think that's what annoys Pochettino more than anything yeah. is that they they suddenly become a bit fragile and panic yeah. a little bit when they concede one. I mean, they look like conceding another. It's just football, isn't it? A lot of teams. It's football. Yeah. Yeah. It's, yeah. Chaos. Yeah. Yeah. it's chaos. It's chaos, which is rewritten yeah. as a story in the light of a score. Yeah. That's all it Absolutely is. Absolutely right. We yeah. win one nil on Saturday, yeah. and it's we, yeah. we were in charge. Yeah, no, yeah. we weren't. Yeah. Anything could have happened. Anything could yeah. have happened. Yeah. You know. Yeah. And again, no, so the difference was Lloris. Yeah. You know, we, yeah. yeah, we could have lost that three, three times. Yeah, yeah. yeah, we'd be doom and gloom. So, yeah. when you've got a goalie that is that good, I just think the fans should should really back. Yeah, it really like it. Well, he that. doesn't get any stick though, does he, Luis? No, he doesn't. doesn't actually. But there's murmurings, and I just think yeah, well, there was a, there was that slight wobble. But yeah. I mean, what do you think? Do you think we can go and get a result in Holland? Yeah, I do, I do, and I think the difference is, you know, leading from the back. You've got Luis playing there. Mm. Um, it's a shame Vertonghen's out, really, you know, miss yeah. him because he's so good. I mean, yeah. he, get, he wins player of the season, doesn't he? Yeah. And um, I think he sort of goes unnoticed because he's just so good and so steady. 
And when you're without him, I think you're without your best one. Yeah, I, I think so. But equally, the the others we got are amazing. Like they did play well. Alderweireld and um, and um, Sanchez were good on um, on Saturday. They yeah. look like they're starting to knit together yeah. as a duo. Yeah, the worry would be if one of those got injured as well. Then you've got big problems because yeah, then you're looking at the Dyer back yeah. there or, or yeah. Foyth, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Pochettino thinks that Sanchez is going to be one of the best centre-backs in the world yeah, in I mean, the well, next couple of years. He doesn't think this season, yeah. but I've spoke mm. to people at the club, he thinks this well, season Well, he's got after. everything. All, he's, all he is at the moment, because he's still very young, is slightly erratic. I mean, he's got a mistake in him every game, isn't he? Yeah, it's decision-making, yeah. isn't it? And, and you know, you, you expect defenders to get better as they go into their Absolutely. 20s. And I think that's a lot to do with their, their you know, their his, his almost, uh, I would say, his uh, decision to let Alderweireld go, but his, you know, his... his the fact willingness he, to yeah willingness to he, he wouldn't be unhappy it. if Alderweireld yeah. went because he sees Sanchez as such a such a yeah. good player is he still likely to go I don't know because um, well I mean who knows who knows His, he sort of gambled last Alderweireld gambled last year that uh, City or United were going to come in for him you know he yeah. turned down a big contract in January they were so, going to I'm pay more they didn't yeah they, they were going to pay more than Kane Spurs wow and he turned that down because he was you know his agent this was a Belgian uh, journalist telling me his agent sort of gambled that City or United would come in and and I think there's obviously an element of Spurs not wanting to sell to those two mm. um, as I say I think United it was probably complicated with whether there was a deal with Martial as well and you know all of that and um, anyway it didn't happen he seems to have been sort of rehabilitated yeah. you see that's the thing that, I, that amazes mm. me it, 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 he was put on the naughty step for so long yeah. wasn't he and then was brought back into the yeah. tent. Yeah, and he's not done that with anybody else, has he? Well, I Danny Rose is the re- only one who's been a bit, who's had a bit of, of that about him as well. And he because and and really neither of them really played much of a part last year, did they? No. Alderweireld or Rose, and yet the, of course the previous couple of seasons before that, they were two of the best Absolutely. players in yeah, the yeah. country yeah. Uh, in their positions. Well, I think Pochettino's done a reset. At the start of the season, he's like tried to put we all it all behind. Again. They haven't yeah. bought anyone new. Yeah, you know, some brilliant talent there. If they were going, you, you're leading up to that. But once they're still there, and you realise you've got those amazing resources, I think he's done the right thing, and he's using yeah. it again. Because really, having Rose and Alderweireld, you talk about Lucas Moura's like having a new signing, but having them back and motivated and fit and playing well is also like having new signings. So we we didn't really have them available in the in the usual way last season. This season yeah. it looks like we have. Mm. What do we think the defence will be for um, PSV then? We can have well, it depends if Rose is fit. If Rose isn't fit, it will be the same defence as uh, Saturday. I would have thought. I would have thought. If so. Rose is fit, he's got a chance of maybe getting in ahead of Davis, but he probably might just leave it because I mean it was a good defensive performance on Saturday. As you say, anything could have happened, but actually <laughs> yeah. they had to withstand quite a lot of um, pressure and they did it by hook or by crook and. So you might just think, keep it together, I would have thought. And on the plus side, you know, you talk about the, the home form with PSV, but, you know, Juventus had that sort of record when yeah, we went there. Absolutely. And that was perhaps no, the performance of the season. Yeah. Um, yeah, you know, to score two goals, they hadn't conceded for, for months. Yeah. And the other point I'd make is that Dutch football really isn't that great, no, as, as Vinnie Janssen has, has shown. <laughs> you yeah. know, he can and, score 30-odd goals. Yeah. Um, and um, there have been plenty of players who've come over here from Holland and... And, and not done it. Not yeah. done it. So... Yeah, it's you not know. the hardest league to be top of. No, it's not, it's yeah. it's They're very imbalanced as well. You know, six and four nil wins are, yeah. are, are commonplace. So, are we expecting Ericsson and Dembele? Well, uh, Ericsson must be fit, mustn't he? Because he came back on. Didn't he? Uh, Dembele, God, he's he's always. You just don't know what this. Is. I, mm. I reckon he he probably was saving him actually. 
because he, he again he was on the bit. What did he did, did twenty minutes, fifteen minutes? You brought him on earlier than yeah, Ericsson. Ericsson, yeah. Ericsson. I don't think he'd gamble on both of them coming straight in to start. You oh, know, from yeah. uh, not being fit. Don't know. Mm. I mean, I, I tell you what, Winks is playing really well, isn't he? Mm. So yeah. you don't need necessarily to bring Dembele in because Winks is doing the Dembele role and yeah. doing it well and getting better as he gets more more used to being in the team again and getting yeah. fit again and and then. So and I don't think you'd play Winks with Dembele because they both sort of do. You want someone who's going to really be the the muscle or the engine room. That, that's either Dyer or Wanyama, isn't it? Yeah, so, I would have thought Dyer and Winks. Yeah, and, Dyer and Ericsson Winks as again. Creator, you know. Dembele maybe on the bench, and then maybe Ericsson comes in for Sissoko. I'm sorry, Most Musa. <laughs> but that's what but, we said. Good squad man. player. He'll, he'll accept yeah, that. Yeah, and then you've got Lamella and uh, Mora either side of Ericsson, arguably, or you might play Mora up the middle and Ericsson on one side or something like that, but. I mean, Delhi's not fit, is he? No, I don't think not, he's not be yet. Fit. I don't think so. But Dembele, when he's fit nowadays, mm. is fitter than he was in previous seasons. You reckon? Well, he never played the full ninety minutes, did he? Yeah, yeah that's he, true. He ever. does sometimes Whereas play a ninety. Now he does. Yeah. When he when he starts. Yeah. But he's got. They've made this point. He's got a foot problem. I think I don't know if he said it on the record or off the record, Pochettino. He's got a problem with his foot, and it means he can't really play more, two games a week comfortably. So he's always limited in, in yeah. how many games he can play. You know, right. he's, he's never, a, a, you know, Eric Lamella today talking in the standard, he said, you know, sometimes at training he's only ab- able to give 80% because if he pushes himself hard, he'll have a relapse on his hip issue. Oh, really? So, you know, you, they're managing players who've got long... T- I mean, Dembele's yeah. had this issue for a couple of seasons at least, yeah. you know, and, and it's, it's not going to get better. And that, again, no. is, was one of the reasons they, they were prepared they to let him go. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's yeah. funny with Lamella though, isn't it? Because every game he gives 100% in the game, more than yeah. anyone. Yeah. That's what he was saying. In training, he although this, it's high-intensity training, he's had to learn and they, they've sort of held him back. Yeah. And said, "You don't have to do 100 percent in training. You know, we we'd rather see you doing your 100 percent in the games yeah. and not in training sessions. Less so, yellow cards in training yeah, as well. He yeah. always gets one of those, doesn't <laughs> yeah. he? Show yeah. his passion. Yeah. So maybe we maybe we will go there and win. We need to go there and win really to be in the running to get out of that group, don't we? Because we we need to really yeah we need to well we, we got to, to beat Inter at home. We? we need to beat PSV twice realistically. In other, otherwise, we're going to have to go to Barcelona and." win and nobody thinks we're going to do that yeah I think although, they, although Messi's you know with Spurs we always do the, the well, he's broken his arm he's out for he's is he so, out. Oh, oh, yeah. I didn't see that so that's well that's good <laughs> they've got a few <laughs> that's other good <laughs> they've got a few other players of course <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> one or two other good players yeah, yeah. yeah. God, yeah but he was to be good. honest the game against us oh, yeah. he was the difference oh, wasn't yeah. he you know he really yeah. was um, yeah Everyone's always talking about. I don't. I don't watch him often enough. But then when you see him with your own eyes, yeah, you it, can't believe everything it. went through him. He yeah. post several oh, times, didn't yeah, he? and absolutely yeah. on a different I mean, level. Much as it's painful for to see Spurs beaten, it was a privilege to watch that I performance think, from we'll him. Always, we'll always, we'll all remember that game there's, forever. There's no one on the planet. There's no one playing football who can actually walk around the pitch yeah. for about yeah. sixty minutes, but then in the blink of an eye, he's past three players, and you think. No one else does this. You know, he's quite mm. extraordinary. He's a one-off, absolute yeah. one-off. And it yeah. is a privilege to watch it was him. You, a know? Privilege you to really watch did think he was he was having a bet with the rest of the side as to how many different posts he could hit. Yeah. yeah. You really did. Th- yeah. You seriously entertained that yeah. thought. Yeah. It's possible. Yeah. His we, skill level is so great. Yeah. A couple yeah. of people quoted uh, Cruyff because Cruyff said when, when they were winning easily, they were two or three up. He liked to hit the post because he liked the sound of the ball hitting the post. <laughs> and they said maybe Messi was maybe trying was that last it, yeah. night, you know, because it was exactly the yeah. same, wasn't it? Same movement, same 
finish. Yeah. Well, thank and God when he, he had to score, own. when we got one back, then he put it he in. He just did it, yeah. yeah. Oh, um, yeah, I'm not, I'll stop mocking about now, yeah. I'll just score one. Yeah. yeah. So the, the ability to just dictate, yeah. the, really dictate the tempo of a game, his own game and, and the game itself, and just take it up a notch when he has to yeah. is it's quite extraordinary. Yeah. But with him out, we could get something well, in Barcelona. <laughs> well, you never know. Especially if they're already through. That's another thing yeah. to think about. They could be they could be home and dry by then. But we've got to improve against PSV. We have significantly. One thing's for sure. If we lose at PSV, it's all over and game yeah. over. Well, I, th- I think we do raise our game, you know, and it's maybe not the right way to do it always, but I still think we raise our game for those, for the big games. You know, yeah. you look at Man United this season yeah. and, you know, recent Chelsea games. We do seem to... Yeah. You know, turn it well, on. Well, hopefully, the, the the psychology of it being PSV will be sufficiently. That, that hopefully, they'll think it's a big enough game in their subconscious, the players, to actually get up for it. But they might not even think it's a big. I think it all happens subconsciously. That doesn't it? That thing mm. of getting up for a big game, and maybe in the, the back of their minds, they're like, PSV. No, it's not. I don't know. We'll yeah. see. I now I should just add at this point in the podcast, yeah. and I speak as a regular listener. Yeah. I've listened to the podcast over many, many years. Yeah. There's a point yeah. in the podcast yeah. where we entertain, you know, yeah. unjustified optimism yeah. about an upcoming result. And this is what I always call the bubble of delusion. <laughs> <laughs> that always goes, you know, they could be taking their eye off the ball. They could yeah. be already Looking through. For reasons. It could really, yeah. And I'm usually walking up to Marks and Spencer at this point, and I yeah. think, ah, Chucking. we're in the bubble of delusion. Yeah. Okay, well, that's what we're in. And now talking, of, <laughs> talking about to get it games. sponsored. Yeah, there's a little this week's bubble of delusion which brought to you by Watney's Pale Ale. Oh, Aero, sure. <laughs> yeah. But one thing's for sure: even if the players don't in their subconscious, even if the big game isn't triggered in their in their kind of psyche by PSV, it will be by Manchester City the following game. Yeah, right? Yeah. That is a big game. Oh, God, yes. That is yeah. a big game, and quite a quite a scary one. Yeah, that that will take a big bubble of delusion to see <laughs> yeah. if we're going to yeah. find any any really plus points there. Um, no, they've had us, haven't they? Really, the last couple of seasons, yeah. it's, it's been pretty difficult. And yeah. you look at them, and they, I know they had a, well, you call it a wobble. I mean, they they briefly weren't top of the table earlier yeah, in the they season. Dropped, but I mean, who did they draw against? Was it Wolves? I can't remember. They yeah, it was, I think it was, Wolves, a, yeah. it was a surprise one, wasn't it? Yeah. But they're. They're an awesome side, aren't they? And they, they they're, are. they're marching to the title again. I don't think there's much doubt about that. Yeah. They even hit five past their old keeper at the weekend, didn't yeah. they? Yeah. Well, yeah. Joe yeah. Hart back yeah. up there. Yeah, a yeah. bit mean that, wasn't it? But yeah. that's the other thing. They're scoring lots of goals, aren't they? And so, yeah. the players are coming in Difficult and out. Difficult to know how to play them because we've, we've kind of gone at them and then ended up with they've gone our places the last few times. But Spurs, you can't really see him. He's not going to park the bus at Wembley against them. You may as well go at him. Yeah, yeah. surely. Yeah, he score, score one. I mean, Liverpool—that's how Liverpool did it. Liverpool had actually did get the better of them, yeah. consistently mm-hmm. last season, of course, and they did it by being so charged up, and not giving them well. any, yeah. any, not yeah. giving them an inch, not giving them a second. And I think when we in the past, it's not the recent past, but we have beaten them in the modern era, if you like, oh, in yeah. the Pochettino yeah, era, yeah, yeah. and we've done it like that. Yeah, and in fact, you talk about Lamella's the sort of turning point yeah. for the fans. Fantastic I seem to ball remember through for that Ericsson goal. Well, not so much that as the was it the four-one win at home when they'd scored first, and right. Lamella ended the game with a with a comedy goal where there were three players. They had three defenders, or the keeper and three defenders lying down, and he put it in the net. Right, but there was a moment early in that game where he went flying into as it as he is prone to do, yes. prone to do quite yeah. literally. He was on yeah. his back, flying through the yeah. And almost caught, I think it was either Zabaleta or um, the, the left wing back, whoever it was. Right. And uh, 
he, he caught him, you know, but he, he didn't get a card, but the crowd roared. And, you yeah. could, and this was right in front of the press box. And you could see Lamella sort of looking around. Saying, oh, this is what it takes to get yeah. the crowd on. Yeah. And suddenly from that point, he was going around like a dervish. You know, he's yeah. flying into okay. tackles. And I think possessed. that's when he learned that just having skill and, and going past people isn't enough to get a Spurs crowd Not on in England, side. son. Yeah. And, and he's and, an Argentinian, isn't yeah, he? It's and, needle. And, is yeah. Needle and skill. Is, <laughs> yeah. is, you know, but also DNA, that throwing himself in a bit. You know, like Eric Dyer last well, that, week in Yeah, Spain, Eric Dyer, I mean, suddenly everyone's been slagging him off. For a, suddenly he's a national hero because he's gone slicing Well, that was a cross-bench you know, support yeah. for that one. Yeah, I mean, absolutely. Yeah. an Englishman alive. <laughs> no, that everybody bloody, the whole nation on its feet. Yeah, So Especially with Ramos. Because it was Ramos especially. So, I mean, but I think Lamar had one of those moments in that City game and, yeah. and it, it was almost like a switch clicked in his head and he thought this is what I need to do throw myself about a bit not yeah. just you know a bit of the Graham Roberts as well as the Glenn Hoddle and I think know. every game he's played in this season he's, always he's been it. doing that he and has been the difference there'll be the odd penalty and a yellow yeah. card but you know yeah we love that, don't we? We love to see a bit of sort of feistiness from, yeah. from even the skilled players. Yeah. So I guess that's what he'll do. No, Poch, he'll go at them the way Liverpool did and the way we have in the past. And it's a gamble. and It hasn't paid off recently. We could get Ooh. beat. But three. it might do. But it might pay off. Maybe it's time that it does. Maybe, maybe this time it will. Maybe we get an early goal. We get them a bit shaken. Then, yeah. then we start paying on the break. And we get another, you know, hopefully got Kyle Walker won't have too good a game because I still miss him. I think he was a yeah, he was, very well, we good do player. Yeah, we, he was, I don't think we've really quite replaced, replaced him. No, he hasn't. Yeah. We've had people that are going close and we have got, you know, very good replacements, but he has got something but, but yeah, exceptional. Well, him and Rose, when they were flying together, I mean, yeah. that was incredible. We've never, we've never quite reached no, those it's heights. T- it's taken us anyway. a long time to try and even get near to replacing that. Yeah. We're, we're getting closer, but yeah. when I see him play for Man City, I, I still wish he was in a Spurs shirt. And Ooh. when he played for us, he was very passionate. Yeah. He was a favourite player. Yeah, I liked him a lot. He wasn't, he wasn't universally popular, was he, in the, in the ground? I mean, some people were on his back a lot, actually. Yeah, well, but I liked defensively him. wasn't all, he always the best. He had the odd mistake in him. You yeah. know, they, he, he well, would cost you points. He's matured and got yeah. away with yeah. that, But he? there were yeah. still a few. And in fact, I've seen him at City when... He still does it, doesn't he? He... he Ball watches at the back yeah. post sometimes. You yeah. know, he did it for England in the World yeah. Cup, if you remember. That, yeah. that penalty he gave yeah. away was that. He's, that's his one one weakness he's yeah. got, is he yeah. ball watches. But it's almost is enjoyable it? to see him misjudge it and then watch him catch up. Yeah. yeah. He's, he's the only pace. player I see that yeah. goes past, overtakes. He doesn't cross as readily as Trippier, though. Well, he's not as good a crosser as Trippier. Because Trippier just does it slightly before yeah. anybody's expecting. Yeah. yeah. Well, Trippier's much better. Walker almost got there in time, yeah. then checked. Yeah. Then never quite crossed yeah. as well as he yeah. might. Ooh. I mean, if you combine Trippier's crossing with 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 his pace yeah. and athleticism, you'd yeah. have the perfect fullback, yeah. basically. Yeah. But I don't know. So now we need to do predictions, right? So I need to have <laughs> David. You know this is. You know this always oh. works. You know we've got all the information we need to. Accurately predict the outcomes <laughs> of these football matches. <laughs> so I'm going to start with PSV. I'm going to start with you, David. How do you see it? Well, uh, I think the best we're going to get is a draw. Really? Yeah. I okay. do. 2 okay. 2. Okay. The old Desmond. I think we're going to win. Yeah. 1 0. And okay. I think uh, it's going to be scrappy. Yeah. And I think our defence and Hugo are going to keep us in it. They're going to hold out just like they did on Saturday. Yeah. Okay. Jerry? Going by Tottenham's European form, I see us going one down quite early. Right. But I'd like to see us turn it around and win 2 1. Yeah. I could see I'd us, like to. I could <laughs> see us winning by, by a goal, by a single goal. Yeah. 1 0 one sounds like a good shout. Mind you, they have been free scoring. <laughs> they haven't not scored this no. season. 
They've scored no. 30 36 to... goals and let in three. Ooh, bloody hell. Let's move on <laughs> to the other game. They're going to let in two, according to my prediction. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> Their goalie hasn't got a World Cup, though. <laughs> Leaving Hugo. All right. In. David, the Man City game. It's going gonna, it's gonna to go crazy. We're going to win 3-2. Love it. Whoa. Love it. Tom? 2-0 Spurs. Bloody hell. <laughs> no, I can't join in. 2-1 uh, City, I think. I'm going 3-all. Oh. I just see, see I see that. there being I, goals. I'd settle for that, actually. I can three see all. there being goals in that one. Uh, good. So, I mean, most of our business is done. I just want to ask you a little, just before we go about your book, David. All right. I, I am, a, as you know, I'm a big fan of your books. Well, that's very kind. Yeah. Very kind. You're Tell showing us. immense good taste in doing I that. I know. I'm putting out a new book called Nothing Is Real in a couple of weeks' time. Yeah. Ideal Christmas present. Yeah, perfect it's timing. The, it's the perfect addition to any well-appointed lavatory for the Christmas period. <laughs> <laughs> but it's like it's in a series in as much as like the first one was about... 1971 and the second one yeah. was about rock stars. This is less of a series. This okay. is more short pieces, really. Okay. Short sorry, think pieces, opinion pieces, right. I hope. Okay. We'll cause a little bit of rib-tickle amusement, I hope. Right. And then I'm back to the, the series in the, the new year. The the subtitle is The Beatles Were Underrated. The Beatles Were so Underrated. There you go. That's how provocative it is. That's theory of right. theories about popular okay. music. Yes. Okay. And Don't I should be mention, I'd also like to mention the Word podcast, which is absolutely on fire recently. Oh, thank you very much. That, yeah. The guy with the George Martin book. What was his name? Oh, the, yeah. Um, Joe, uh, Womack. Ken Womack. Womack. Yeah, yeah. That was a great one. Love that one. And we re-ran recently in the, the wake Chas of the Hodges sad one. death I know. of Chas Hodges. We found the old one I'd done three I know. years ago. And it was, I, I retweeted it. It was fantastic. It was, even though I say it myself, it, it was, was great. really good. It was excellent. He was such good talk. Yeah, yeah, it was excellent. else. Yeah. Well, thank you very much, everyone, for coming. Thank My you. pleasure. I think we've covered it. And uh, so thank you, Jerry. Thank you, Tom. Thank you, David. This is Theo Delaney signing off. Uh, next week, we're, we're live with Terry Dyson, me and Mike, and uh, Rob White. And uh, all that is left for me to say is, go with you, Spurs. This is a playback media production. Get all the associated links for this podcast at spurshow.net. The Spurs Show is backed for the season by Ladbrooks. Sports Social Podcast Network. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.